Welcome back to episode three of Blue Resilience. We're just moving right along here with myself, Colby, and obviously Angel is back with me for this third episode. Angel, how are you doing? I am doing good. I am so excited about our episode for today. Now, we've we've talked about how neither of us are officers, so a lot of people might be listening to this and thinking, what do these two know? <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm sure someone is saying, man, who are these guys talking about law enforcement? Exactly. So we decided, why not bring an officer into the episode? And that's where we have Officer Nate Fry with us here today with the Auburn Police Department. We're so excited to have him. Nate, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you became a police officer at Auburn PD? Well, I've been with the Auburn Police Department now for, I think, the better part of six years. Uh, I got hired back in 2017. Before that, I spent 10 years with the police department in Charleston, South Carolina. And originally what got me started, in, or at least interested in law enforcement, was, I guess, going back to my childhood days when my dad was a private prosecutor for the town that we grew up in in Ohio. And then after retiring as a prosecutor, he became a municipal court judge. So I've always had law enforcement in the family, not directly related to policing necessarily, but hearing stories going out with him when he was a prosecutor back in the day, he had to respond to crime scenes as well, kind of like we still do these days. And so I would go on a couple ride-alongs with him. So then in college, uh, when I had to choose a major, I chose criminal justice. And from there, it just kind of grew and learning all the details about what law enforcement entails and everything. In my senior year, I then did an internship with the the local task force. I forget what they are called off the top of my head, uh, but they worked a lot with the local agencies around there. And that was really fun, really engaging, was out on the street a lot. And from there, then I started applying for local law enforcement jobs and ultimately landed in Charleston, South Carolina. It is clear, Nate, that you have a lot of experience when it comes to law enforcement. I'm, I'm intrigued with this question that I want to ask you because there's so many people out there like me that a lot of times we get our information on law enforcement by watching television or things that we see in social media. And so what I would like to know, Nate, and what I'm sure many people who are listening in want to know is what does a typical day look like? for you as an officer? Well, first off, and as many people have probably heard, it's not like CSI and it's not like the TVs or movies. <laughs> but from day to day, currently I work day shift patrol. And in my career, I have been on the streets as a patrol officer for my entire career for many different reasons. But currently I'm patrolling day shift. And day to day, I try and get out in the district that I patrol And I've been in the same district and area of patrol for several years now to the point where I've joined as being a liaison with the PAC community and that group within the city of Auburn. So I know my PAC member that I'm associated with who lives and works in my district. And it's a fun district to patrol, get around in. There is some criminal activity that goes goes on in our district as well as the, the rest of the city. And responding to calls for service, working with other colleagues of mine, whether it be on patrol or detectives, if they need assistance from patrol officers and trying to obviously deter as much crime as possible, but also responding to any calls for service that may come up throughout the day. 
I do want to go back for just one second. You mentioned that you began your career in South Carolina, was it? Correct. How did you get here to Auburn? My wife. Your wife. Uh, I guess that makes sense. Without getting into too many details, I will not confirm or deny I was forced out here. <laughs> but we obviously moved out here to be close to her family. And we had visited several times before getting married. And the environment, the geography, uh, while back in Charleston, we were obviously close to the beach and it was a lot more humid, a lot hotter. Um, both my wife and I both found ourselves to be more mountain camping, hiking types of people. And that's where we gravitated toward. And so we decided to move out here. Well, that, that's funny. You know, everyone, it seems to be that a lot of people are here because uh, someone of their family or whatnot moved them here. And then they see what how beautiful the Pacific Northwest is. And, and it's just a place that they end up staying. So exactly moving forward now. Let's talk about districts. You mentioned that you worked a district here in Auburn Police Department. When when you say that, and for the people listening, what does it mean to work a district? How many districts are here in Auburn? And can you kind of just explain that a little bit? So a district is an area of patrol within the city. And with the entire city, say if you were looking at it from above on a map, the city is divided up by halves, uh, both north and south, which is divided by Interstate 18. And then the top half is split into three districts, one, two, and three. Then the south and the city south of Interstate 18 is broken up into three additional districts, that being four, five, and six. And my district has primarily been the four district, which I've been since I've been hired. So what area is the fourth district, if you don't mind sharing? Generally speaking, the fourth district goes from A Street Southeast over to M Street Southeast which is east and west directionally. And then the north boundary is essentially Interstate 18 down to 37th Street Southeast. So you mentioned that there's about five or six districts in the city of Auburn. So are you telling me, Nate, that there could be times where six officers are out on patrol for a city that's about 86,000 people? Correct, which doesn't sound like a lot. At times, we do have overlapping shifts to bring in additional officers, but our minimum staffing is six officers on patrol. I think that will lead perfectly into our next question. Can you talk a little bit about what are some of the biggest challenges that you face in your day-to-day -day shift? Well, staffing is one of them. We would always love to have more officers. When you put it in terms of numbers, Angel, and having six officers for 87,000, give or take, residents within the city, that, that's not a lot, so it makes our response times slower. It makes our investigations harder and more difficult because there's not always one call for service going on within the city at one time. So not every officer is available to respond to a certain call for service at whenever it comes in. And so obviously, patience is big. I know that citizens are probably wondering why maybe response times are lacking or things like that, but it's not that the effort isn't there. Correct. And like I said, we wish we had more and we're still always recruiting more officers. We're trying to bring in lateral officers and hopefully we can up our staffing to have a better response time. And that's just one common problem that we have, at least in recently. I'd say another one with the perception of policing. Policing has changed throughout my entire career. Obviously the public has heard of the new 
state laws that have went into effect a couple of years ago that directly affect policing. My response to that is it hasn't stopped us from policing. It has possibly changed the way we police more from a reactive standpoint, but there are still ways that we can be proactive in our policing. My frustration with that is I wish there were more people that seem to know about that. And so we as officers then have to educate the public and the citizens that live in our city, not just within Auburn, but within the state, hopefully that they understand what we're doing and why we're doing it. And we're not making any excuses for those laws that were put in place. I believe those laws were put in place to protect the public and the citizens that live within our communities. And we are still able to do our jobs and we are still able to effectively patrol and investigate crimes that happen within our city and still be engaging with the community to ensure that that relationship is built and repaired from the past. Nate, I'm not sure if you know this, but in the beginning of the year, uh, the public safety trends came out and it showed that Washington state by far is the most stressful state uh, when it comes to policing nationwide. And that the numbers, uh, we're talking about homicides, homelessness, violent crimes, etc. With that being said, Nate, you are someone who gives it your all. You're here trying to keep everyone safe in the city of Auburn. Uh, can you speak a little bit into the reality of the effects of being an officer in regards to some of the things we talked about, Colby, like the trauma you're exposed to, the hypervigilance, the lack of sleep? Is that a real thing, Nate? Are we just inventing things just to kind of create sensitivity towards you as officers? Or or are these things actually things that you experience being an officer here in Auburn? It definitely is. You know, we as patrol officers and officers in general, whether they be detectives or even our command staff, we see and hear a lot of things that the public does not that affects us on a day-to-day level because those incidents, which I'm sure you guys have the numbers on as far as how many different calls for service are handled on a day-to-day basis, which are in the thousands minimally. And throughout a course of a week, month, year, several years, or through my career, those definitely add up. And there's been a perception about that back in the day when I first became a law enforcement officer and even till today and how we are trying to change that. So taking all that into mind, when you first heard of Angel's position, which we've discussed a lot in the last two episodes, what was your reaction? And and be honest, what, what did you think of that position when they first hired it out? My initial reaction was Angel was a therapist <laughs> and that I was going to take advantage of that because personally, and I know that a lot of us need a venting outlet. Sometimes our spouses are not that person just because, for one important reason, they don't understand our job to the fullest extent that we do. And so we need somebody that is relatable, that is easy to talk to. And initially, that's what I thought Angel was here for. And now that he's over a year in, what, what is your opinion of it now? Angel has become one of our biggest assets within the department. His dedication to the department and its officers, everybody involved in that. He has become an advocate for us, not only within the confines of this department, but I believe wholeheartedly that Angel is trying to spread and start something that can then be spread 
amongst the Western Washington, the state of Washington, and who knows even across the nation to change the way that the public and the way that even we as officers think about ourselves. And going off of that, can you just break that down even more and kind of give us some examples of what Angel has done? I know that Angel is very involved in doing ride-alongs with patrol officers, myself included. He has came on days with me four or five different times now where we've just engaged in conversation back and forth. And he is truly getting to know me as a person outside of work as well as inside. What motivates me here, where I see myself going, what can he do to make my job better here at Auburn. And he's doing that with everyone uh, here at the department. Other things he's done is, as I said, Angel is an easy person to talk to and he listens very well. So anything that we as officers bring up to him, such things as gym equipment, which I know you guys spoke about on the last episode, giving us the equipment that we need to be able to take care of our bodies physically is something that he is very involved in and making sure that we have that type of equipment. Angels with the wellness effect and taking us care of us spiritually and mentally, what we call quiet room and the wellness room with the massage chair, the TV, the gaming system. Those are little types of things that I think officers respect more that will take care of the bigger picture. And for us to be able to not let the trauma that you spoke of and the incidents that we handle on a day-to-day basis not carry over to our home life and outside of work. That's really great to hear. And it's, and it's, really means a lot to both of us since we've started doing this podcast that the things that Angel Angel has implemented here at APD is really resonating with the officers. I'm going to turn it back to Angel now. And and for the people who may just be tuning in, this might be their first episode. Can you kind of talk and discuss a little bit about what you have done here at APD? Just a little reminder. Just as a reminder, I mean, the work that I'm privileged to do here at the Auburn Police Department is simply to surround the people and serve the people, the men and women within this department that protects, serves, and takes care of our communities, our children, the people that live within the city of Auburn. My role is to make sure I can do everything I can to make sure that they're as healthy as they can be so that they can perform to the best of their ability. I think that's it with Officer Fry. Is there anything else you wanted to ask him, Angel? I just want to say, express my gratitude to you, Nate. Thank you for serving the city of Auburn. Thank you for dedicating and sacrificing your life. It's not an easy work that you do. I know that, Nate, you didn't want to really do this because you're behind the scenes kind of a person. You don't want FaceTime. You're very humble. But This is a very important conversation that we had. So thank you, Nate, for being here. Uh, Is there anything else that you want to just mention before we uh, end this episode? The only thing I would add is that I am appreciative of being asked to be on the podcast. And I hope that the citizens of Auburn listen to this as well and hear from us. It's just another form of communication that we can have with our citizens. So I think it's very helpful. And Thank you for having me on. With that, we are going to end this episode, episode three, episode four. 
Make sure you look for it coming up. I think we're going to have Commander Coldglazer come on and speak to uh, you guys a little bit. He helped implement this whole thing, and he's worked really closely with Angel. But he is on his way out the door. Retirement is knocking, so hopefully we can get him in before he leaves. Yes, looking forward to that. Dave is someone very uh, instrumental in me being here. Look forward to having him on. So we look forward to having you guys hear our next episode and... Again, give us uh, comments, feedback, reach out to us, and make sure uh, to hold us accountable to speak on the topics that you want to listen. We'll see you in the next one.